0: What's up? I'm B, and whether you are watching this on YouTube or you are listening to the podcast, I hope you are having an amazing day. Today, I'm bringing you a little update on Miss Brittany Dawn. We're going to talk about a few kind of housekeeping things that have happened recently with her, and then I'm going to watch the, her most recent YouTube video, which at this point is not very recent. It was posted like two weeks ago, but this is the first time I've had a chance to sit down and react to it. So. We're gonna watch that video. It's called "Goodbye for Now," and every time I read that title or I think about the video name, um, I think of the Gabby Hanna song, and it gets stuck in my head. And it just brings me back to the time when she was um, like the subject of a lot of videos, and she was making a lot of waves on the internet, and all of that. So it's like, oh, that's a throwback. But anyway, we're gonna be doing that. Before we get into it, though, I want to hear your win for the week. And if you are newer around here, A win for the week is just something good or exciting that happened to you within the past week, something that made you happy or content or joyful or whatever it may be, big or small. I want to hear it and you can leave it in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, um, there's a Q&A section for this particular episode and you can put it there. My win for the week is that my nephew's birthday present came in a few days early I'm so relieved tomorrow we're going to my parents' house to celebrate my birthday, my nephew's birthday and my niece's birthday because we all have birthdays in May and I ordered his present and it wasn't supposed to get here until Wednesday. And so for reference, today is Sunday. We're celebrating birthdays tomorrow, Monday, and his present wasn't supposed to get here until Wednesday. And I'm like, that seems like such a long time for shipping. I feel like it's going to get here sooner. I hope it gets here sooner and it arrived, and I'm so excited. That is my win for the week. I cannot wait to hear yours and celebrate with you. Now, as far as Miss Brittany Dawn goes, we've got a few things to talk about before we get into the video. First and foremost, Brittany Dawn and the state of Texas have apparently reached a settlement agreement, and if you're watching this video and you know who Brittany Dawn is, I'm sure you know what this is about, but just kind of like a brief rundown of what's going on. The state of Texas was suing Brittany Dawn Fitness, LLC, as well as Brittany Dawn, for essentially deceptive business practices for things that were going on while she was running Britney Dawn Fitness. And what those things allegedly were, um, were that she was promising individualized fitness and nutrition plans. And allegedly, a lot of people did not get that people got cookie cutter plans that were very similar to other people that were not going to help them reach their goals. Some people who wanted to gain weight were being told to eat in um, a calorie deficit to lose weight. And so just people not really getting what they paid for and what they were promised. And then Brittany Dawn allegedly not making it right for them. And so the state of Texas was suing Brittany Dawn. It was supposed to start in, the trial was supposed to start in March of 2023. It got delayed. And then recently they did announce that they've reached a settlement. Now we don't know much about the settlement right now because the final disposition hasn't happened yet. That's scheduled to happen within the first week of June. So I'm not sure if the settlement is going to prohibit Brittany from taking certain actions or require her to take certain corrective actions regarding what she was accused of and, and, you know, what she was being sued for. But once that final disposition happens, I'm sure we will have more details and we can talk about them at that point. For the next topic I want to talk about, I do want to give a trigger warning for infertility and pregnancy loss. If that's something that you do not feel comfortable listening to and you want to leave the video, please feel free to do so. No hard feelings, but I will also put a timestamp of when you can skip to, so that way you know when we are done covering this particular topic. Basically, this is kind of a, a convoluted thing, and Bethany Michael, who's another creator on YouTube, made a longer video going into more detail about it, so I'll link it down below, and please feel free to go check that out so you can get um, you know, all the details on what happened. But essentially... There is a TikTok creator named Danica, and her uh, TikTok handle is Infertility Talk. And so, based on that, I'm sure you can assume what a large portion of her content is about. And Danica had made this this TikTok video with her own audio, with her talking, basically saying things that people have said to her about her infertility and her her pregnancy loss things like your husband would be such a good dad well at least now you know you can get pregnant you should be glad that you lost that child because something was probably wrong with it just relax it'll happen if you think ivf is hard wait till you have kids stuff like that and she put her own videos and images behind it just talking about kind of or not talking about but kind of implying how hurtful those things being said to her were and how much of an impact those things, even if they're well-meaning of like, well, when are you gonna have kids? Your husband would be such a good dad. When you're struggling with infertility, comments like that don't make you feel good. And so she made this video and she put the audio of uh, of Say Something behind it. And that's the sound that you see if you click to say like, use this sound. The music is what comes up, not her words in that video. Her words in that video are not a sound that you can click and you can use in your own video. I hope that makes sense. And so Brittany Dawn somehow took Danica's words. She took the sound from her video, not the music sound, but the sounds of Danica saying those things that other people have said to her that was the audio of the video and she used it to make her own video and so I'm not sure how she captured Danica's words if she did like a screen recording of Danica's video and then she just turned that into a sound to use if she downloaded it somehow. I don't know that's kind of irrelevant. The point is Danica did not make her words available to be used as an audio it again it wasn't something that you could click on like try audio or use audio like how on instagram you can save the audio from people's videos not necessarily what they're saying but like original sounds from this person or whatever you get what you get what i'm saying but danica's words were not able to be used with a click of a button and recording your own video Brittany dawn had to go out of her way to get those words to get to get the audio of what Danica was saying in the video and she used it for her content didn't didn't even credit which like first and foremost recording someone else's like very personal heartfelt video and using that when you had to go out of your way to get it, it wasn't something that they just like made available for everyone. That in and of itself is like, why would you do that? That's, that's her personal thing that she obviously wasn't using to be like, here, put this behind your video, share your own story. So that's an issue. Taking the audio from someone's video that they did not intend to make as a sound that other people could use in their own videos. It was her story, her perspective, her content, and her life, like these, this video was made based on her own personal experiences. And so just taking that, screen recording it, downloading it, however she got the audio and using it in her own video, that's not okay. But also Brittany Dawn didn't say like, thank you Infertilla talk for putting my experience into words, this had such an impact on me. She didn't credit her in the comment or in the caption, nothing. That shows up as Brittany Dawn's original audio. And so you have someone's story being taken and used in a way that it wasn't intended for. That's an issue. And then to add on to it, it's from somebody like Brittany Dawn, who has a massive following. Her, her following is a lot bigger than Infertility Talks. And so you have all these people seeing Brittany's video, and the audio is credited as original idiot. Uh, idio i'm so angry at this situation like i'm so flustered that i can't speak but you have it as britney dawn original audio so she stole this this audio from a creator sharing something extremely personal didn't credit her, didn't mention her, didn't ask if it was okay if she used that audio, and now it's being presented as if it's Brittany Dawn's original audio. And sure, yeah, when you hear it, that's not Brittany Dawn talking. If you watch Brittany Dawn, if you know who she is, you know that that's not her speaking in the audio, but the actual audio file on social media, when you click the sound from her video, shows up as Brittany Dawn's original audio. And so... It's just such a frustrating situation because Danica reached out to Britney and her management team and was like, Hey, like let's let's talk about this. And she didn't get a response until she took it to social media, until she started talking about it and other people started talking about it and sharing. And even then, the response from Brittany Dawn was just kind of like, So sorry girl, I'll give you credit. Like, I'll tag you in my caption. I I, I don't understand. The level of self-involvement where you think the biggest problem with taking someone's audio related to infertility and pregnancy loss and using it as your own and not even mentioning who you got it from and not like considering that that was a really personal thing that you're taking and now using for attention on social media, Um, I don't understand where Brittany Dawn thinks that the biggest problem with that situation is that she didn't credit Infertilla Talk in her caption. What level of self-involvement do you have to be at to think that that's the biggest problem? Is that, oh, she just wants credit for her audio. You ever get so angry that like you laugh a little bit and then you feel drained? Because I feel very drained right now. I'm so just frustrated that there are people who can do things like that and still have the following and the loyalty that Britney Don has because that's an objectively bad thing to do. It's not like a oh, you know, I can see it from both sides. Like that's just a bad, grimy thing to do, especially when you consider the the topic that this was about. This wasn't like fun vacation audio that you were like, "Ooh, I want to put that, you know, behind videos of me on vacation having a good time." Like this is such a deeply personal, traumatic thing. And, and Brittany Dawn thinks the biggest issue is that she just didn't credit infertility talk. So I'm gonna move on from it. Like I said, Bethany Michael does have a more in-depth um, video regarding this, so it, it'll be linked down below if you want to learn more. Go watch her video, but. I'm frustrated, I'm done. Anyway, we need to move on because otherwise I'm just gonna sit here and stew in rage. So let's move on to reacting to Brittany Dawn's most recent YouTube video called Goodbye For Now. Hello
1: YouTube and welcome back to my channel. This is a weird video to be filming. Um, I think I saw this coming. The Lord has been prompting me to do what I'm about to share with you guys, but the Lord like made it so evident that it is now. I... I'm going to just dive into what this video is about, as you guys know by the title. First and foremost, let's talk about rest. As a Christian, I have always been a type A go-getter, have a goal, set a goal, have a plan, follow that plan to a T kind of girl, can never sit still. Like ever since I was a little girl, that is just always how I've been. Go, 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 a million miles an hour. But that can become very, very toxic if we're performing from a place of performance rather than rest, right? Like, Even as a Christian, there is a time and a place to work, and there's a time and a place to rest. The Bible tells us both of those. There's a time for every season, and I am in a season where I just need rest. There have been so many things going on. I have felt the Lord prompting me to rest for quite some time now, and I think I just kept pushing it back because I was like, well, I have this, and I have that, and I had the podcast launch, which
0: was absolutely incredible, and I love being a podcast host. Okay, I'm glad she brought up the podcast because when she did when she debuted her podcast when it premiered She was like i've been waiting. I've been wanting to do this But the lord was telling me it wasn't the right time And now he just opened such a big door that I couldn't ignore it and now's the perfect time So which is it? Is he telling you that now's the perfect time to add something else to your plate? I e the podcast or has he been telling you it's time to rest it's time to slow down Also, I feel like if you were a type A go-getter personality, you would put your best foot forward and you would pay attention to detail when running your business, Brittany Dawn Fitness LLC, and you would have made sure that people got the products that they paid for. But maybe that's just my perspective of what a type A go-getter motivated person would do. Who knows?
1: don't get me wrong. It will be 10 years in August that I have been an influencer. That being said, one thing I've learned is that our work never shuts off. Unfortunately, my work follows me on my phone. And so there's days where I'm just distracted. I've got a million things going on on my phone. I'm trying to answer calls and texts and emails and this and that, and, you know, making sure I hit deadlines and making sure that I'm filming. And I kind of shared um, a lot about the inside of what it looks like behind the scenes on a certain podcast episode that I will link below. All of that to say it can get very weary and very tiring if you are not performing from a place of being rested. Um, I'm not talking about physically rested because I am physically rested. I'm like the girl that needs eight hours of sleep every night, okay? I'm talking from a spiritual soul place. If your soul is not rested, it's hard to show up every day. Like I genuinely love my job and I'm so grateful for it every single day. I absolutely love doing what I do and getting to just share God's truth in the love of Christ with my platforms is the most incredible blessing, but we all have to rest at some point. I have not fasted from social media since 2019, which is really just crazy. I mean, I always Sabbath on Saturdays, but I have not intentionally broken up with social media for an extended period of time to fast and seek the Lord. So starting on Saturday of this week, you guys will be seeing this video on Thursday. Starting on Saturday, I will be from social media entirely. I will be off YouTube, I will be off Instagram, I will be off TikTok, I will be off Facebook, I will be off everything. Eliminate now, I guess that's the thing. Like, I will be off everything. It feels really weird to say that. It also feels very um, just relieving. Even when we travel, even when I've traveled in the past, like before I even met Jordan when I was traveling solo, I always worked on those trips. Like I've never just taken time off to rest and saying that now, like out loud, makes me realize that's not good. <laughs> like, oh. this is so long overdue, and so it is time, it is time. This all started last night.
0: The Lord has been pro- it's interesting because bernie Dawn pretty regularly gets like negative feedback on social media. I mean, she's blocked me. I have less than a thousand followers on Instagram, and she felt the need to block me on Instagram, so I know that she knows she regularly gets negative feedback. But the timing of this does just seem a little bit coincidental because this video was posted after people started talking about her stealing content from infertility Talk. And so I'm wondering if that's played a little bit of a role in it, as well as her settlement coming up or the settlement agreement that they had and the final dispositions coming up. So I'm wondering if the timing of those things happening is just coincidental with her deciding to take a social media break or if they are related. And additionally, uh, I, I think that it is good for people who do content creation and social media for a living to take breaks because some people just don't have any boundaries between IRL events happening and being present for that and what they do on social media. I think about uh, Heidi Powell. It's like everything goes on social media. Everything gets posted. You could click her stories at any point and you're going to see like you know 50 dots because she's just constantly posting stories. And so I think it's good to talk about how boundaries are important and you have to put them in place and you have to make sure that you're not just constantly Showing up and performing for social media, you have to make sure that you are taking time away from that and and setting a boundary because it is your job. But your job is related to what you do in your real life, and so the lines can get a little bit messy. You can just think like, "Oh, well, I constantly have to be posting and showing up and keeping interest and staying in the algorithm to succeed." And to an extent, that is true. You do need to regularly show up and regularly post content to stay relevant in people's feeds and in people's minds. So they search out your content and stuff like that. But for your mental health and for just literally like living a fulfilling life, you do need to make sure you have those boundaries and that separation because it's important. So I'm not going to be hating on her for taking a social media break. But I do think the timing is interesting
1: prompting me to take a break from social media for about a month now and then last night I went to dinner with my girlfriends and one of my best friends is fasting from social right now another one just finished fasting from social and I'm just like I need to do this like I just need to do this and so we got in this whole okay so you're just like hopping on a trend gotcha conversation about rest and seeking the Lord and, you know, surrendering everything that could possibly become an idol to the Lord. And we've all been there, right? Like it's so easy to wake up in the mornings and you roll over and the first thing you check is social media. It's so easy to get distracted from social media when you're trying to be intentional with your quiet time with the Lord by opening God's word and, and saturating in the word of God. And you suddenly you get distracted because you get a text message or a notification that dopamine hit and then you're hooked and you're on Instagram for the next 30 minutes and then your quiet time is just done and you don't have time to pick up the Word of God the rest of the day. I've been there. We've all had idols on our hearts before. We've all had things that have come up and have distracted us from spending time with God, getting in His presence, like I said, saturating in the Word, and I just don't want social media to be that for me. I feel like I have pretty healthy boundaries with social media. I've mentioned this a little bit. I don't consume a lot. Um, It just, it's a really slippery slope with a comparison trap for me. It's so easy when everyone's posting their highlight reels online. And so I don't consume a lot. I have this thing where I don't get to consume until I've posted or I've shown up on my pages um, since that is my job every day. Yeah. So just setting little boundaries like that have really helped me cultivate a healthier relationship with social media over the last couple of years. But at the end of the Day, it's social media. We are all hooked on our phones. I don't know that any of us would know how to act if we didn't have our phone with us and we are just completely detached from it, which is a really sad thing to say, right? Like, I'm preaching to the choir, like I would feel the same way. I would feel like something's missing, something's off because we're so used to having our phones on our hands, in our hands at all times, readily available to see what other people are doing, watch what friends are doing, pay attention to, you know, people we look up to, all of those things. And I just don't think that's healthy. There comes a time where you have to break free from that, even just for a short period of time. And while two weeks might not sound a lot for most of you guys watching, because I'm sure quite a few of you have taken multiple breaks from social media Maybe you don't even really have social media and you just have YouTube to watch videos that you like. Two weeks is a really good start for me. And that. Okay.
0: I just wonder if having a rule that you don't get to consume social media until you've posted on your own pages makes sense because then it causes you to post dumb stuff that you don't need to post. That adds like no value to anything. And not that everything you post has to be like groundbreaking and amazing. And I'll fully admit that I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum where I probably should post more. So that way more people will know about my channel and the podcast and all that. But like, I do a lot of the same stuff every day. So I'm like, how many iced coffees can I post before people are like, we don't care, right? So I know that I don't post a lot. And I probably could post more. But with Brittany, if you can't, consume content and be on social media without having posted something to your own pages. Again, it'll probably cause you to post some dumb stuff that doesn't need to be posted just because you feel like you have to share something. You have to put something out there so that way you can go look at other people's pages. Like when she was posting all those pranks between her and Jordan. Again, I have a very limited scope of what her social media looks like because she blocked me. But I saw them on the subreddit of her doing these weird pranks that like were not funny, were not cute, didn't really like didn't provide any value in terms of even causing somebody to be like, haha, that was so funny because humor is valuable. Causing people joy and and laughter through a silly thing that you're doing or something funny that you're doing. That's valuable. But like the, the pranks were not Well received, and then you can also overshare dumb stuff that you shouldn't share on social media. Like when she said that she left an empty pot of potpourri on the stove, she left a pot of potpourri without any water in it on the stove on a burning stove while one of her foster placements was sleeping in their crib and she dipped out to go into the garage to do a workout. And when she came in, she was like, something's burning. And then she got mad for people who were talking about it. Like She got mad at people who brought it up and were like, that's a dangerous thing to do. That's not okay. And also, why are you making it a joke on social media? So if you have to compulsively post because you think it's part of, I mean, it is part of your job, but if you think that you just have to constantly be posting no matter what it is, you're going to search for content and you're going to find some stuff that you probably shouldn't be putting on the internet. And this isn't even shade towards Brittany, but if you think that you constantly have to be posting and you do it, like you're like, okay, well I have to do this. And so you act on that of constantly having to post and you're, you're not going to be doing the most interesting things in your everyday life. So you're going to be posting mundane things. And in doing that, I think you give yourself the sense of self-importance that in reality doesn't exist like people don't need to see your greens every day. People don't need to see everything you're doing all the time. And if you are showing that you are saying like, I'm so important. I'm so interesting. People got to see this. Every thought I have should be put on social media because I post for a living. It's part of my job doing social media content creation. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody wants to know what am I doing? What am I wearing? Oh, and she's doing crunchy now too. I didn't even talk about this. She's in another MLM. Crunchy is a makeup company. It's an MLM. It's like all natural makeup. She's shilling that now. Anyway, that was a rant and a half. Let's move on. That's what the
1: Lord has asked me to do. So I'm going to be taking a break and stepping back fully from social media
0: for two weeks. And not to mention the vanity of it all. If she's... (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like, rant's over. No, she is supposedly a Christian influencer whose job on social media is to spread the gospel is to talk about religious content is to do religious retreats is to like, she's putting herself out here as like a God influencer, right? Like a Jesus influencer. I'm here because this is, my, this is my mission work, right? So her social media is supposed to be her ministry. It's supposed to be about Jesus and bringing people to God according to what she puts out, according to what she says and how she talks about her content on social media. It's supposed to be about bringing people to God and doing ministry. So why are we seeing so much about you and what you do and affiliate codes and links and shop my Amazon storefront stuff like that like there's a disconnect there how does continually posting affiliate links and self-aggrandizing content to have everybody look at you and say look at me my life is so interesting here's what I'm doing how does that bring people to God
1: If the Lord asks me to go into a third week or even into a month, I will absolutely do it because at this point, I just want what God wants. This is not even just like a break from work or a break so that I can rest or go on a vacation. This is literally a social media fast. And it's crazy because I haven't done that since 2019. And even in 2019, it wasn't as structured as I'm going to be this time around. I plan on spending a lot of time outside. I plan on spending a lot of time with the horses. I plan on spending a lot of time with my husband and just doing things maybe even around the house that I've been wanting to do and really just seeking the Lord on so many different things. There are huge moving pieces in my life right now that, again, I don't want to step out if God is not there. If God has not asked me to step out, I do not want to step out in front of him. I have that reverence for the Lord of like, God, if you're not in it, I don't want it. I'm sure it's going to be hard. I'm sure it's going to be weird. When I'm done with my social media fast, I will absolutely document that for you guys i will probably even do a podcast episode over it it's just going to be really interesting seeing
0: i wonder if she's going to be vlogging during her social media fast because she's like well i'm not actually posting it until the fast is over but let me set up a camera and film myself talking about how i'm not making content right now god difference.
1: I'm sure Jordan's going to notice a difference because there are so many times where I'm like, Hey babe, like, hang on. I got to do this or that, or I'm not quite done editing this. Like, can you give me 10 more minutes? And I hate that. Right. But that's life. That's work. And so yeah, I'm really just intrigued to see what happens. All of that to say, starting Saturday, I will be taking a break for my soul, for my heart, for my mind to reset, for the Lord to speak to me, heal me of anything that I need to be healed of, deliver me of anything I need to be delivered of guys deliverance is so real in today's culture people get this like idea in their heads that deliverance looks like you know, something they've seen in a scary movie. When in reality, like even as a Christian, we go through different seasons where we need deliverance. You know, that sanctification is a process. So who knows what the Lord could do in my life during these two weeks. Maybe I'll paint a bedroom. I don't know. I feel like there's just so many things that I could get done on this two week break from working, from being on social media, which is crazy, right? But you don't realize how much time you spend distracted, you spend filming stuff, you spend on TikTok, guilty as charged like it happens to all of us and so i'm really excited to see what the lord does with this time that i'm surrendering to him and i'm trusting that he's gonna do a good thing in this and i don't know what that good thing's gonna look like right but like that's not ours to know until it's come to pass so like i said starting this saturday i will be fasting from social media from all socials um and it's
0: gonna be I just picture her having like a pocket Bible dictionary in her pocket. And she's like, we all go through seasons where we need sanctification and deliverance because we just, we need to be delivered. And it's not like a scary movie, like, like deliverance, because that, that was kind of a scary movie, but deliverance in real life is different. Biblical deliverance is different. And we need that and we need to be sanctified. And so it's just, it sounds like somebody who heard a sermon where those words were used and she was like, I'm going to stock those away and I'm going to use them later. I'm going to remember those for future reference as opposed to somebody who genuinely believes it. And again, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm not saying that she doesn't genuinely believe the things that she is saying, but when you hear her talk, there's just this sense of like you're saying these powerful words, but I don't feel movement behind it. I don't feel anything powerful behind what you're saying. If somebody else listens to her and it touches their heart and they're like, wow, that's really powerful. Like that resonated with me. Great. But when I listen, that's not the feeling that I get.
1: Really interesting. And I'm really excited.
0: The only thing that will still be going live is on. She popped up some text on the screen and it says any posts you see on YouTube shorts or YouTube community have been scheduled ahead of time to allow me to fully step back for two weeks. Yeah, she's been posting uh, pictures on her community tab of like little inspirational quotes. So she has been technically quote unquote posting those, but apparently those are pre-scheduled.
1: My podcast, my podcast episodes will be going live every Tuesday, um, even if I'm gone for a longer extended period of time. And that's just because everything is pre-planned and pre-recorded and ready to go live well beforehand. It's going to be weird. It's probably going to be really challenging, especially in the mundane moments. I feel like it's such a like bad habit for me to just pick my phone up and start aimlessly scrolling on something. So Lord help me deliver me that. So it's not goodbye forever, but I am going to be taking a break and I cannot wait to see you guys on the other side of whatever lies ahead. If you feel like joining me on this fast or if you feel like the Lord is prompting you to fast, it would highly encourage it. Some of my best friends have been fasting from social media and they have never felt better. They're like, it's the most incredible thing. And so if you need clarity, if you need answers on anything, the Bible literally tells us that there's some strongholds that cannot be broken except through prayer and fasting. Whatever that might look like, maybe you need to fast from food, maybe it is social media. There's so many different ways to fast from something that we naturally lean towards, right? It could be coffee for you. Like there's certain things oh, that you can God. fast from. The Lord sees that and he sees you in your struggle and your willingness to die to your flesh and die to yourself. And then it glorifies him. If you feel like you just need breakthrough in your life, I would highly encourage you to fast from something, seek the Lord, ask the Lord what it is you need to fast from. For me, it was social media and he highlighted that pretty much immediately. So here we are starting the fast this weekend, going for two weeks. It could be longer. It might just be two weeks. We'll see what the Lord does. As always, thank you guys so much for stopping in on my channel and I will see you guys in the next vlog. Bye. Bye.
0: Well, there we have it. She explained that she was doing a social media fast and why she was doing it. I do think that Again, it is a good thing to do to take a break from social media or from content creation whenever you feel like that is something that you need to do in order to be present in your life and to have like satisfaction in your real life because social media is often a place where people don't exactly show things exactly as they are. It's as they want them to seem. And so taking a break from that and feeling like you constantly have to be on or performing or posting, I do think that's good. I think it's a great idea. And I hope that this break is good for her. I make a lot of jokes and I know that I was very sarcastic at points in this video, but overall, Brittany has a following. I might not like her. A lot of people in my comment section don't seem to like her, but people like her. She has something about her that draws some people in. She has a large social media following. She has a lot of influence. And so if she could find a way to harness that for sincere and genuine good, I think that that would be great thing. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know what she would need to do in order to change my opinion about her. I mean, first and foremost, truly and honestly taking accountability for allegedly not delivering on products that were promised, like that would be a really great start. But I do know that sometimes with social media, people will mess up and they'll make an apology. And some people will like it, but some people will be like, well, you didn't apologize or take accountability in the way that I wanted you to. So it doesn't count. And so I understand that having her um, do that, like at this point is probably not going to happen, but changing the way that she talks about foster care and the way that she posts about that, that would be a great start. Um, Not posting so much about it just in general, whenever she has a placement that would be amazing. Her not pretending to be just this experienced, most amazing foster parent when she's had two placements so far and they were short term, like just being genuine and conscientious and caring about things because they matter and not because of how she thinks they make her look on social media. Like that would be a good start. So I don't know what she could do to shift my opinion on her. I don't know if there's anything she could do to shift it entirely to where I would be like, wow, she's really turned a corner. She's amazing. I think people should follow her for spiritual guidance. I just don't think that could happen because for me, there are few things that are worse than using religion as a scapegoat. And I think that that's what she's done. And I think she knows that that's what she's done. It's like the oldest cliche in the book to turn to religion and become like a Jesus freak once you've been exposed for something really, really bad. And that's what she did. She got called out for not selling, for selling individualized quote unquote fitness plans, not delivering on them, and then not responding appropriately to customer complaints she got a lot of attention for that. People called her out. It was on Good Morning America. She did her apology, deleted the apology, took a little bit of a break, and came back as as a religious influencer. And she did that to tap into a new market because that is a wildly profitable market. It just is. And she did it because she wanted a different audience or a shift or she wanted people to say like, wow, she's turned to religion. She's made so many positive changes. Let's forget about her past because Jesus forgives everything. And so when you are at that level where you are intentionally deceiving people and making moves, especially related to religion for public favor, as opposed to because it's what's genuinely in your heart. That really bothers me. So again, I, I, and and that's, maybe that's not what she's done, but from my perspective and from what I've observed, that's how I feel about it. So that's just where I'm at. But I do want to hear your opinions and perspectives on the most recent happenings in the Pretty Dawn universe, as well as her social media break. So if you are watching this on YouTube, you can leave that in the comment section down below. And while you were doing that, if you would consider liking this video or subscribing to my channel, that would be incredible. And if you are listening to the podcast and you would consider leaving it a rating or a review, that would be amazing as well. And if you have done any of those things already, thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Please be kind to people and I will see you in the next one. Bye.